lame. Lame sauce. Lame-o bajamo. Lame vagina? Is that what you just said to me? Said lame-o bajamo. Bajamo, yeah. Buh. Bajamo, oh. B as in Bob. Bajamo is like, I think, I think you know that kid that used to suck on the collar of his shirt? Risto? <laughs> I think, I think those kids always like pronounce V's as B's. I don't know why I thought like a maple boy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's those kids. That's how those kids always fucking sounded. Hey, could you hand me a a violin? <laughs> See, <laughs> it makes sense. As he's like with that fucking Baba <laughs> stain, fucking stain down to their nipples, and their freaking collar is all like stretched out and shit. Risto. Did you say he used to do that? Yeah, I guess. Fucking weirdo. I guess they taught him that in baseball. Yeah. And then he would just do it all the time. Because he's a fucking weirdo. What else starts with a V? Vagina. That's very interesting. See, it makes fucking sense. <laughs> Let's name this kid. But why do they? Why does it? Why does it sound nasally to me? Because I said the the bee thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a skeleton. Skeleton, <laughs> <laughs> skeleton. Shalina just listened oh, to no. that episode. Did she? <laughs> she was like, Dude. just like the more intense. Your brother just got more intense with the word skeleton. <laughs> That kid's name, if it's a boy, that kid's name is... My name is Todd. <laughs> You're my best friend too, Todd. And if it's a girl? My name is Kate. <laughs> oh. Hi, my name is Kate. <laughs> I like to suck on the collars of my shirt. It keeps me comfort. Sometimes I eat my own hands. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Her hands are always like this. <laughs> People think that my mom is the help, but it's actually my mom. She's so brown. <laughs> but she's white right now because she can't go tanning. Because <laughs> she puts pickles. <laughs> she puts pickles in her crustbooks tray. <laughs> shit if that doesn't make it in the episode we have to show alicia that yeah at least. no it's gonna <laughs> you see this is this is your character you just came up with this character of kate and todd oh yeah so they're twins they're fraternal twins they're fraternal twins and they <laughs> they can't pronounce their bees they have small ears <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we get made fun of because we have very small ears <laughs> Some people attribute that to the fact that we can't pronounce the letter B. Did you say B or, or V? I said B. <laughs> Todd and Kate. <laughs> They're also blonde. They're also it's like super blonde. Like, like children of the corn blonde. Yeah, almost albino blonde. Yeah. yeah. They're pale. Pale pickle people. <laughs> Todd and Kate. Todd and Kate. Okay, you guys. You guys get a, a hand-drawn comic of t the adventures of Todd and Kate. The fraternal twins that cannot pronounce the letter V. Pam? Pam? Please, please don't make fun of us. Oh, God, make it up. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes, to this second season of My Favorite Podcast. My Favorite Podcast. And I'm damn sure it's your favorite podcast, too. Much, Much Ado About, about nerding. nerding. A brother-sister nerdcast discusses everything from magical and merry mugwai to terrible terrorists terrorizing and taking over a tower. 
But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies, and is always by my side, is my little sister, the Luigi to my Mario, the girl wonder herself, my little sister Sally. What's up, guys? So, what are we going to be talking about this episode, Sal? All right, so as promised, uh, we are going to talk about unconventional Christmas movies. Christmas movies that we consider Christmas movies that the other one might not consider a Christmas movie or that our listeners may not consider a Christmas movie. And what we mean by unconventional, I know a lot of these are going to come up, but if it has like Christmas Santa, sleigh, reindeer, prancer, (laughs) those are are fucking Christmas. The the intent there was to to make a Christmas movie. Even if it's... Like a horror movie that's right. still like a horror Christmas movie. Or you know like I mean? a or a dirty old man. Oh yeah, Christmas yeah, movie. bad Santa. Bad Santa. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's what we've got on the plate this episode. But before we get into that, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I know uh, we did. Um, hope you all celebrated it in the capacity that you felt was safe and good for you and yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we celebrated with food, football, and family. A little bit smaller than we usually do, yes. but um, but yeah, whatever you feel comfortable with. But also, before we get even into even further into that, <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be talking about Christmas movies. What is your top three? Let's say it doesn't have to so much be in order of best or least favorite. Um, top three ish. If if this changes. I know I usually have like a top 10 and they yeah. usually switch, you know, places right. every now and then. But um, In no particular order. Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely Love Actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking great rom-com. I don't even care. It's, it's awesome. No, I do. I, I really like that. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to have to say uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the old <laughs> claymation, just because, duh. Sit on my lap, knee. Don't be stingy. Um, and then Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. All right. Yeah. Solid, solid, solid. I would say those are all legit focused Christmas movies. Right, right. You, mm-hmm. the, the Christmas theme is, is blatantly is in, there. in your face. Uh, what about you, Joe? What you got? I'm going to say uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Okay. That's probably one of my faves. Yes. Um. One of the reasons is uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Love yes. it. They love that pathetic little thing, and that's my dad's favorite type of Christmas tree. I think that's just because Auntie Helen is the same way. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's an Otero thing. Yeah. Um, but also, like, when, when uh, Linus gives his little speech, he actually quotes the Bible. And, I, I mean, I'm not saying that Christmas has to be, for, for everybody out there, a religious holiday. But it does break it down and say, no, this is actually what Christmas is. This is what Christmas is all about, Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown? He um, turned into Todd. He turned into Todd and started <laughs> sucking on his blanket. Um, but yeah, no, I, I always just thought that that was a great, that was just a, a good emotional, you know, heartfelt yeah, absolutely. moment. Um, Christmas Story, duh. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Duh. Shoot yeah. your fucking eye out. Great, great fucking movie. I think it, it just shows what Christmas for... And the average American. Yeah. Is at the really, time. Yeah. <laughs> should have been. Um and then Die Hard, duh. Uh, duh. duh. Uh. Of course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, The Grinch, mm-hmm. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, all these things, like, all the classic. Like, I don't, I don't know how you, how you put it down to just, you know. That's why I have to have, like, a top ten for everything, because I can't just narrow, narrow it down. Narrow it down. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sorry, you were going to say something? No, no, no. I was just going to say, I've, I've never understood how, or I've never... I guess understood the the hoopla with Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I, I don't, and it never made sense to me. I'm gonna say it's a Christmas movie, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that a lot of that all three Christmas movies that I'm gonna argue for today mm-hmm. are way more Christmassy than that. Oh. Though it does have Santa Claus in it, mm-hmm. but it was released during the summertime. <gasps> <gasps> oh no! Doesn't have Christmas in the title. Anything Christmassy? I don't know. I don't I've know. never even the new one with like Matilda. And, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And um, and John Hammond from Jurassic Park. Even even that one. Have you ever seen a million dollars? Maybe. <laughs> oh no, that one's that, that. I think that one's no. That 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 quote is from um, 
the Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. And the kid is like, have you ever played a million dollars? No. Maybe as an adult, he'll try to watch Miracle on 34th Street, because mom used to watch it when we were kids, and it never really... It's a wonderful life, too. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Your teacher's full of snot. <laughs> I don't know. So those are some Christmas movies that I don't understand how, how yeah, they are I don't Christmas know. movies. Uh, but my, my buddy Chris, his favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas. That's a really good movie. I love that movie. Uh, mm. <laughs> I like it. But again, each of their own. Like, I'm, if I'm at your house and you're watching it, I'm not going to tell you to turn it off. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn on Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are, are movies that I don't understand the Christmassy aspect of it, but we'll, we'll be talking about movies that don't necessarily have to do with Christmas but are considered a Christmas movie Okay. to us. All right. So um, I propose a question to you. Yes, sir. What makes a Christmas movie? I know I kind of went into it, like, if it has Christmas or a Christmas theme in the fucking title... Even if it's like Christmas sleigh or Santa's sleigh, Santa's killing, Santa's gonna kill you with an axe. <laughs> like if, if it's something like that, evil elves that suck your eyeballs out. Like yeah, Santa Claus versus Krampus. Santa Claus versus Krampus. Volume three with special guest referee Easter Bunny. Hell yeah, I'd watch the shit out of oh, that. Oh, the Undertaker just retired officially again for the fourth time. Oh, is he like Cher? Yeah. He just kinda. keeps coming back. But I think he's actually done because he's like 90 and a half. 90 so. and a half. So, yeah. So So does that make him 95 that or 90 in six months? And a half. But are you not fucking listening? It's 90 <laughs> and a half. God. Idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what makes a Christmas movie other than having Nightmare Before Christmas in the title? <laughs> Um, I would have to say maybe like what encompasses Christmas. Like what, for example, Love Actually does not have Christmas in the title at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all takes place around the holidays. You have a countdown to Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. And all these people have all of these funky relationships. Uh, some of them are crumbling. Some of Snape. them. <laughs> some of them are just beginning this, you know, this little kid finds his first love. Uh, another one, his wife died. So, you know, you have all these different relationship dynamics. Um, I like that guy who gets with the uh, the Italian chick. Oh, uh, yeah. Good fucking for you, bro. She's she's Portuguese. Um, but wait, wait, she's Portuguese? Yeah, she was speaking Portuguese the whole time. They meet in France. And, okay. Yes. Okay. So right. you got that right, for sure. No, because I said Italian. Oh. Italians don't come from France, Selena. <laughs> they come from Italy. I so I who's knew, the idiot now? I knew that you thought she was from the wrong wedding. Anyways, so, you know, there's just a bunch of different relationship dynamics. This is all taking place during the holidays. Um, and it, it, it gives you that sense of this is what the holidays should be about. You know, spending it with somebody that you actually love and spend and love to spend time with. I mean, that doesn't have to be like a, a significant other kind of love. It could be like a brother-sister kind of love. It could be like Rick Grimes trying to steal his best friend's... I mean, but who wouldn't? It's Karen Knightley, so... That's what like, I'm saying. Who wouldn't? But right. still, Rick, come on now. Yeah. Stop. Um, well, what I was kind of getting... So you kind of gave a little bit of a foreshadow of what we're going to be doing, or what I was looking to do a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You're not wrong in any aspect. I'm, I'm just saying. What I was looking for is, like, is there a specific genre... That you would say leads more, lends more itself more to the Christmas movie. I would say I think that a lot of Christmas movies are more romance. Um, I think a lot of them have to do with like oh, falling in love in a Christmas tree farm. You know what I mean? Something like that. Taylor Swift has a song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was looking at you like what? There's also a Lifetime movie that I. Walked in. I would also mom. say that that Officer Riggs, um, he well, not Officer Riggs, he's Lieutenant Riggs. He busts a bunch of dudes in a Christmas tree farm. Christmas tree farm. That's what I'm saying. So there you go. Christmas tree farm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I w- I would say, in my opinion, a lot of them are a lot more romantic in the traditional sense. So you would say that romance rules most of it. Rules most of it, and see, I would say comedy. 
You would say comedy. I would or say children's either. movies, I guess. Well, I would... More geared towards children. Yeah, but that's like fucking Peppa Pig meets Santa Claus. <laughs> or I'm sorry, Father Christmas, because she's from across the pond. Ah, Father Christmas. Father Christmas. And now Todd and Kate are English. <laughs> they still can't pronounce their things. No, because now you're starting to sound like salad fingers, and that's weird. Oh, oof. Okay, we're going to cut that off right now. Yeah. Okay, so you you think that romantic... And then, okay, so rom-coms, because it's usually a rom-com. Mm-hmm. You don't have romances anymore. They're all rom-coms. Yeah. Cause Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's, what, that's where I would go with, with a Christmas movie. Hmm. And, and you, would, you would say more comedies? I would say more comedy to take the children, because obviously children's movies are, are out there. Mm-hmm. And I am, in, in the comedy, I'm going to go ahead and include the claymation and okay. like the classic cartoons, because they're usually funny. I mean, mm-hmm. they are for kids. So I'm going to kind of break my own like rule there. But I would think that comedy. I mean, like, look at Home Alone. Home Alone's Fair enough, yeah. comedy. Yeah. Action comedy kind of thing. A uh, lot of slapstick in there. A lot of slapstick. Those guys would have died like six times. That's my favorite, favorite part of Home Alone, too. God damn it. It was funny. I actually watched City Slickers the other night. Oh, yeah. Which also, it stars Marv. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're like playing. Was the pigeon Marv. lady in any other movies? Probably. She's probably in something. Huh. I, I forgot all about the pigeon lady. Um, do you think that release date should have something to do with being a Christmas movie? say i'm torn i'm gonna go with a yes and no answer i know that's a cop out but yeah, you should run for pub- public office public office that's usually what they say yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a yes and a no on that just because no if the plot has nothing to do with any sort of holiday whatsoever but yes because in it before <laughs> before covid shut the world down some families had the tradition of Christmas Day. If there was a movie released on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. they would go to the movie theater and go. Yeah, those a movie. assholes made other people fucking work on Christmas. Yeah, I, d- I actually did that with episode nine. <laughs> we went to go see it on Christmas. I but we went to Flicks and I tipped the chick like fifty bucks. Well, that's fair. Because like I went to go give her a tip and she looked at me and I was like, "You're, this is Christmas." I said, "Merry Christmas." Yeah. Thank you for working on Christmas and letting me see the Star Wars movie I've already seen like four times. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I liked episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. So I, w- I would say, like, you can build a Christmas tradition with your family, with your friends, going to see a movie on Christmas. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but are you going to watch that movie again on Christmas Day? In some cases, maybe. In some cases, maybe not. Well, okay, so... I'm going to go in and say no release date. It shouldn't matter. Because in the 40s and 50s, a majority of those Christmas movies came out during the summertime. Hmm. And you look at, like, all the Lord of the Rings movies, they came out during Christmas time. <gasps> it, it's it's all marketing. It's just whoever's right, right. off work and, you know, whoever's mm-hmm. going to have time to spend with their family. Well, and every so Harry I, I, Potter I, was released in November. Same. Oh, so does that mean it's a Thanksgiving movie? Usually for ABC, they do play it. Or ABC Family. Well, and, and see, that's what I was going to kind of get into is um, me personally, I watch Star Wars. I watch episode four on, um, or a Star Wars movie, usually episode four, on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. This wasn't a thing that I knew of. I just, I think it's like you get in that wholesome mood and you're like, fuck, man, I want to feel, I want to feel good about things. Well, you also have a Star Wars onesie, and usually on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, we wear onesies. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, for my birthday, ev- the eve of my birth, every year I watch both Batman and Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just I don't a know thing where that started, yeah. but I do it every year. Um, and then lastly, is uh, is the tone of the movie a requisite? Does it have to be a happy-go-lucky, yay, Christmas I'm going to say no because I'm going to argue for a movie that definitely <laughs> does not have a Christmassy tone whatsoever. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, 
And I'm going to definitely agree with that. I don't think all Christmas movie, movies have to be super lighthearted and yay. Um, and I'm just going to bring up two classics that most people consider Christmas movies. I mean, I do too, but I just don't really in, like these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Wonderful Life and Christmas Carol are both pretty fucking dark. Christmas I, Carol is actually, like Mom said when she was a kid, it scared, scared the shit out of yeah, her. Yeah, and I absolutely agree. I mean, even with Scrooged, man, like that movie has some pretty scary parts. Well, yeah, I mean, well, and it's it's the ghosts. It's the ghosts yeah. of Christmas that are, are the scary. And again, like going back to that, this is weird that we've lost sight of apparently like ghost stories were told during Christmas back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, a Christmas Carol is about Christmas ghosts. Ghosts we usually associate with Halloween, mm-hmm. not the birth of Jesus or fat guy coming down the chimney. Yeah. Whichever, however way you celebrate Christmas, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just wanted to kind of like set that like tone shouldn't matter. Actually, a darker tone for me usually brings out the better part of the Christmas spirit because usually at the end, like there's a lesson to be learned. Yeah, you, you, you get that. Ah, kind of moment. As well, that's what... all what Merry Christmas Charlie Brown is all about. He's mm-hmm. lost the Christmas spirit. And he doesn't know where to find it until he finds it. It's too commercialized. It's too commercialized until all his friends come around and they kind of learn. They're like, oh, shit. And then they bring. Charlie ah, we Brown were a dick to Charlie Brown once again. <laughs> yeah. Of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest. Yeah. That's a fucking insult. Do you understand? <laughs> One, she uses your name. As an insult. And it's not just like Joe or Selena or Charlie. It's Charlie Brown. So it's you. You're an insult. But like it's like me calling you a Charlie Brown. Joe to Selena calling you a Charlie Brown. No, this is me calling Charlie Brown a Charlie Brown and saying you're the Charlie. Of all the people that are like you, you're the worst. (laughs) That is fucking rude, man. It's They're so mean (laughs) to him. And then they're so mean to Pigpen. Well, Pigpen should take a fucking bath. Like, let's, let's be honest. You're Pigpen taking does the it natural his... curls out of my naturally curly hair. Pigpen needs to take a fucking bath. That's that's on him. You're the only one I know that can, what does he say, make a cloud of dust in a snowstorm? In a, in a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they were, those kids were assholes. But again, like you said at the end, they all come around. Most kids are assholes, though. Let's True. be honest. They're just honest, I guess. Too honest. But I get it. I get it how you get that levity and that awe moment at the end of a pretty dark Christmas movie. Okay. So with all those out of the way, what are your personal, what makes a Christmas movie to you? An unorthodox Christmas movie to you. What What are like the prerequisites? I would say like the blatant Christmas in your face. I always say it's a Christmas movie and we can watch it in the month of December if it has a Christmas tree within the first 15 minutes. Okay. That's that's one of the things that I would constitute. Um, I would say if it takes place during the holidays, anywhere between Thanksgiving to Christmas. And see, I would disagree with that because if it doesn't add anything to the story or doesn't progress the plot, then I don't, I don't think it matters. It's just like they just like picked a month and then, okay. It's, it's Wrote December. the story yeah. and said... Uh, December. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So I mean, I like I agree with you, but there's stipulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. No, no, no. I, I, that's fine. Um, what else? I think that's really it for me. All right. Would you consider Goblet of Fire Christmas? Oh, also, is Santa Claus a wizard? You didn't. You didn't. I didn't. didn't, I didn't research. God. I didn't even ask anybody. I forgot. I even have it in my notes right here. (laughs) <laughs> is Santa Claus a wizard? I forgot. With enchanted reindeer. Okay. Listeners, looking at you, Emily. Emily. <laughs> Geneva. Alicia. Tim. Tim. No, Tim, Tim does it because Alicia makes him do it. Tim has valid opinions, though. Tim has valid opinions if we're talking about baseball or football and Star Wars, Dungeons and Dragons. When it comes to Friends, Harry Potter... We just regurgitate facts. We don't have opinions. He's calling you out, Tim. I'm no. I said we. What did I just say? We. He's calling both of you out, Tim. <laughs> I'm calling us out, Tim. Uh, but yeah, looking at looking at Alicia, Geneva, and Emily on this one. Help me out. 
Is Santa Claus a wizard? Would we consider him... You decide! A wizard. I don't know. And, and again, the only reason why I ask is because wizards wouldn't celebrate a... Muggle tradition? A muggle tradition that doesn't have any bait. So to muggles, he's magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to actual magic people... Does he just have a time turner? Is that how he's getting around? No. In a night? You're, that's just... See, that's what sucks about introducing time into, like, a franchise. Because it's like, well, why didn't you just go back in time and just fix this? Why didn't she go back in time and stop Voldemort from fucking killing Harry's parents? Because then we wouldn't have... Because then we wouldn't have the movies. Why didn't Iron Man and Captain America just go back and fucking... Before it all goddamn started, go kill baby Thanos. Like, the whole baby Hitler thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on. Like, this is all just, this is all, it sucks when you do that shit. But I'm just saying, maybe he only uses the time turner in one night. Why? Why? So that he could travel around the entire world in one night. I don't know. No. No. I want my wizard Santa Claus to be like, you know, fucking badass sleigh with like flames painted on the side and just like (laughs) flying around the fucking earth all fast and shit. Hagrid's motorcycle, but sleigh, sleigh like. But he doesn't suck. What if Hagrid is Santa Claus? I mean, look at him. No. Look at them. No. Hagrid has, like, a pure heart. He's giving when he can be. Are you listening, Emily? He's got he's got a fucking beard. No. He wears a long coat. Mm-mm. I think Hagrid could be Santa Claus. No. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my foot down on that one and say <laughs> no, absolutely <he's> not. not. <laughs> no. But also, yeah, it's like, that, that's that's just my... Anyway, so back to, so, Goblet of Fire. Christmas movie. If it meets Question my mark? stipulations, I'm going to say no. Even if it meets your stipulations? It doesn't meet, because of my stipulations, I'm oh. going to say no. Okay, all right. I, mean, I wasn't, I had no opinion either. No, 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 but but I'm, I'm, I'm ruling that personally as a no, because the Christmas tree and the Yule Ball isn't <laughs> within the first 15 minutes, and that's just like a snippet of this movie slash book. Happy Christmas. So, so to bring it her back around. Bring after, it back, bring it back. After that long-ass fucking tangent, these things just come to me, they just fucking... Now come to me. Go ahead and give us your list. Give me your list of unorthodox. Unorthodox Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. So I've got Die Hard. Duh. Duh. Uh, I've got Gremlins. Duh. Um, I mean, like, if we're going off of Joe's stipulations, this doesn't really count. But Krampus. Um, obviously a Christmas movie. Obviously. Uh, Black Christmas. Obviously a Christmas Bad Santa. Obviously a Christmas movie. Batman Returns. I'll let you argue that one. Lethal Weapon. I'll let you argue that one. I can argue that one, too. So. Trading Places. Definitely a Christmas movie, but again, up to argument. You know. Eyes Wide Shut. I don't fucking get that. Okay, go ahead. Um, I also read that Iron Man 3 is considered an unconventional Oh, I thought you were going to say considered the worst of the three Iron Mans. Yeah, yes, that is, that is 100% true. Um, I've only seen it once, so I don't remember. Fair enough. It wasn't one of the ones I was going to argue. It was just a mention. Yeah, just something something you threw up in there. Yeah. Um, meet Me in St. Louis. Judy Garland. Yes. And Better Watch Out. Why? No, I know. You were supposed to follow it up with, I'm telling you why. Because I'm coming to town. Because Krampus is coming to town. Because motherfucker. Because he's gonna... I was singing that CKY song that you kept playing last last episode. He's gonna kill you. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> That's the one. And nobody's getting fuck. That's the one. That's the one. Okay, so go ahead and defend one of these. And I'm I'll gonna, shoot it down. I'm gonna start with uh, the one that you you already shot down in pre-production discussion. Batman Returns. Why why is it a Christmas movie? Because um, Batman saves Christmas in the first, like, 15 minutes, 20 minutes of that movie. So the first 15 minutes makes the movie. No. 
And also, the penguin is born on Christmas and gets thrown in a fucking river. Jesus was born on Christmas, too. Lies and slander. It's been proven that he was not. Yeah, he was. In Jerusalem? If you, cel- if you celebrate Christmas, which is the birth of Christ, then, therefore, whatever day Christmas or Jesus was born on is Christmas. Whether we celebrate it on Jesus' birthday is neither here nor there. Oh, Jesus okay. was, has always and forever will be born on Christmas. But not on December 25th. Not maybe. I don't fucking know he wasn't. He was not. He no. was born sometime in the fucking summertime. Exactly. 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 But yeah, so I'm going to say he saves Christmas. Mm, no. They come out and they burn the Christmas tree and they steal the, what is she, like the special snowflakes that, that lights the Christmas tree. And Max tries to steal Christmas, and Batman says, not today. Nope. Not today. And then he pushes his assistant out of a window. Batman, it's Selena Kyle. Uh, yes. Batman, that movie is a revenge movie. It's Cat. It's Catwoman's revenge. That is the bigger story. Penguin's revenge. And you could even say it's more of a revenge tale than a Christmas movie, because it is Selena Kyle getting revenge on her former employer, Christopher Walken, those guitars of these move around. <laughs> That's good. Oh! That was actually pretty good. Oh, was it? Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I hit this watch in my ass. Five years. Um, Pulp Fiction. You didn't know. Uh, I would say it's more of a revenge tale. Not even 15 minutes of a movie does a movie make. I agree. And then it's also Cobblepot getting uh, revenge on Gotham City for rejecting him. For being born on Christmas and then getting thrown. He wasn't born on Christmas. Born around Christmas. He wasn't born on Christmas because he wasn't born when Jesus was born. Jason was born on Christmas Day. The day we celebrate, December 25th, Jason was born on Christmas. Oh, you're talking about the observed Christmas. Oh, okay. Let's get technical. (laughs) Now, I do not consider it a Christmas story. That's fair. I do not. At all. I'll still watch it in, in December. You're wrong. Even. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you gay heathens. You, I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> I said, okay. Um, so I would say that no. Shame. Shame. Shame with the bell. Shame. Walk naked down the street. Let me shave your head. Shave your head naked. Shave it naked. <laughs> Use body double. <laughs> Let me superimpose your face. On Jason Momoa's body. <laughs> He's got that the other way around. Whatever. Jason Momoa wish- wishes he was me. I have the Momoa bun, too. But you don't have the scar on your eyebrow like he does. He shaves that in. No, he doesn't. He shaves that in. He does some weird shit. I don't. I wouldn't put it past him to... I will also say that I love that guy because I saw him like pound a beer and then like bullseye a fucking axe throwing thing. Yes, yes. I saw that too. <laughs> Hell I was yeah. like, Jason Momoa, I think I'm going to add you to the list of celebrities I think I would get along with. I think he's very chill. And, and you- Other than he does this. Like, I don't do that. I do I do the rock hands, but I mean... Well, he's from Hawaii, so he, he definitely has the... Yeah. And he does the, the, the haka. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. I know yeah. that you want to know how to do that. Well, I mean, I would I would love to know how to do it, but it's also like I would never do Cultural that because it's like I would not feel okay. Yeah. Even if like a New Zealander was like, bro, you can do it with us. I'd be like, I don't think I can do this with you because you guys are all like massive scary people. As Jason Momoa is. He's a yeah, massive he's scary person. He's not a scary person. If I saw him walking down the street, I'd be like, oh my god, that is a big man. That and The Rock, too. That is He's a big Aquaman. Man. Like, You know what? He took a movie. He wanted to be a superhero. Aquaman isn't the best. I get it. Out of I all- talked to fish! <laughs> Out of all of the Justice League humans, I- Aquaman, really? We couldn't have I made- mean, the Martian Manhunter is no better. Because nobody really knows his powers. No. Like, he's, like, he's got so many. Favorite Justice League character, go. Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, I love Batman, but goddamn. I mean, Wonder Woman's actually super powered. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Batman, but only because he's literally defeated everybody in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So, 
But I don't know. Green Lantern is so fucking cool. Anyway, okay. So we digress. Go. digress. So right, I'm I'm go gonna bring it. up I'm gonna bring up out of left field a movie you didn't even fucking bring up, and this is pretty fucking obvious to me. Edward Scissorhands. Ooh, yep. Edward Scissorhands. Um, definitely a Christmas movie, and actually one of the more Christmassy Christmas movies. Uh, only because, um, I mean, obviously the most of the movie, I, it's the second half of the movie. Yeah, second half of the movie takes place during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting ready for Christmas. Um, a lot of people, I did see like on Reddit, and people said, "Well, no, the ending isn't Christmassy because it's kind of a sad ending." And it's like, no, well, like he sacrifices his time to be around people to go up on top of the hill, and every day on Christmas, he makes his sculptures and makes it rain. Or snow makes it <laughs> makes it rain snow. I was waiting for you to complete that so that I could make fun of you, but you caught yourself. Nobody makes fun of me like me. Yeah, and he, he makes it snow in the town for the rest of for the Winona Ryder. Um, and it also so at first the um, the town is kind of they're accepting. They know he's weird, and they kind of treat him kind of like weird. But they they want to be accepting, and they like try to accept him into the community. But then that xenophobia kind of takes over, and then at the end they they learn again. There's the Christmas learning. Learning has occurred. The Christmas moral moral of the story. There you go. They kind of like learn that at the end, and they come around. Okay. And oh, go for I, it. oh yeah, and, and just my and my last my last little thing. This the whole fucking movie starts off with old Winona Ryder telling her grandchild why it snows every day on Christmas. And then you tell this long-ass fucking mediocre story. and Just another excuse for Tim Burton and Johnny Depp to make a movie. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think the whole movie starts off with Christmas and it ends with Christmas. Even though it's... A, and it's a little bit gothic. It's a little bit dark. It's a little bit weird. It's a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I talk shit about this movie. I really do like this movie. I talked a little shit about it, but... No, oh, yeah. I, I think this is I think this is more of a Christmas movie than you'll see on Hallmark, the Hallmark channel. <laughs> is that even a thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hallmark and Lifetime. Lifetime. Television for women. Hey. What? I, that's what the fucking motto that's is. Sexist. That's what the motto is. Lifetime Television for Women. <laughs> Unless they changed it since I've seen like a Lifetime movie, I have not seen a Lifetime movie. Probably lifetime. because you can't say that anymore. Yeah, I know. That's what I was gonna say. Do they have to change that? Like they, I don't think they can say that anymore. No, and I have no, I have no arguments against that, like at all. Um, but I'm going to bring this up, kind of a correlation to another one of our episodes. Would you consider this like a Frankenstein-ish kind of story, like a monster of Frankenstein, because that that scientist guy kind of created Edward Scissorhands, and then like he ended up like venturing into the town, and I wanted s- to fit in, I guess. I would say. You're grasping at straws there. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I would say you're grasping only because I think the main theme of um, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is who's the monster. Mm-hmm. The struggle with the creator and you didn't teach me anything. And yeah, uh, Vincent Price didn't teach Edward Scissorhands anything, but it wasn't on purpose. He had a heart attack and died <laughs> right before I gave him hands. Why would you give him? Why would you give him Scissorhands? But I'm saying, like, maybe it's like a um, uh, the people are the monsters for not. Then I guess they are in Frankenstein, like in the movie Frankenstein, when they chase him up the. Yeah, or or like the family that Frankenstein runs into, and he tries to be cool with them, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you're hideous. You're hideous. Get out of here. You have scissors. You don't have hands at all." See, Edward. No, I I, I would say loosely, kind of. In the fact that he's like a, he's a construct, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I, I don't think it follows any kind of theme. I don't think it shares a theme with Frankenstein. Fair enough. Maybe I'm just thinking of the house on the hill, and then he runs back. Yeah, there. like there's definitely like tropes. Mm-hmm. The like the, the the mansion on the hill and the mad scientist creating fucking life. And he created like a few, didn't he? Yeah, there was like a bunch of like there's like weird robots. shit in there. Yeah. 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 And they didn't have hearts. Then Edward. But he had gave a Edward. The cane, uh, cookie heart. Mm-hmm. 
weird movie. I just, I actually, I just thought of that now. Like, I love the fact that that's Vincent Price. Like, yeah. He threw that in, like, it's not supposed to be a horror movie, but he threw, like, one the Godfather. Of, yeah, one of the The grandfather, I should say, <laughs> of, of horror in there. Um, so yeah, Edward Scissorhands. Right I would definitely 100% say, so that's two yays? Yeah. Okay. No, no argument against that being a Christmas movie. Okay. All right. Give me another one. Another. Another. So the only, <laughs> the only argument I had for this one, this is Meet Me in St. Louis. I have not seen it, so I can't really argue against you. The my favorite rendition of "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," sung by Judy Garland. Beautiful voice, great voice. Angelic. Apparently, Grandpa said she was just as angelic in person. But She's also a tiny person, too. Nuts. Um, she sings Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas in that movie. Yeah. So that's that's really... I, the, the plot, not so much. I mean, you can skip it or watch it on Christmas. If so yeah, give me the too-long-didn't-read version of this movie. The year is 1903. The well-off Smith family has four beautiful daughters, including Esther and little Tootie. Tootie. 17-year-old Esther has fallen in love with the boy next door, John. He, however, has other interests that don't include Esther. The family is shocked when Mr. Smith reveals that he has to be transferred to New York, New York, which means the Smith family has to leave St. Louis and the St. Louis Fair that they love so much. St. Louis Fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. So to like kind of console her daughters during the Christmas time, she sings "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" um, to Little Tootie in the window. Little Tootie in the window. Mm-hmm. In New York. In New York. In the dark. No, no, no. In St. Louis before they leave to oh. New York. Okay. Because the end of the movie is them leaving, and that's I thought it was the other way around. They had to leave New York to go to St. Louis. So they, that's the only. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> yeah, Joe's. Joe's like, I fucking hate you. Number one. No, I, I, don't, I don't hate you. I'm just saying, I'm going to say no. Uh, I would say maybe the theme, maybe the tone. Again, I haven't seen this movie. Uh, maybe the, the tone of this is very Christmassy. Maybe it's a, a find the bright side, kind of like how we do at the end of the year. Like during Christmas time, we try to find the bright side of humanity mm-hmm. and be nice to each other. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say fucking no. Yeah, I mean, really for me. Is just to hear Judy Garland sing Happy Yeah, Merry and, I, and, I, and, and it's iconic. Judy Garland's got a great voice, but... Yay and nay. I'm giving you that, that, that little kid meme when he looks at you with the lips. Okay, so my next one is one that you mentioned, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Gremlins. Yes. Gremlins. Uh, Gremlins, I think this one's kind of an easier one. Um, it obviously takes place during fucking Christmas. The protagonist slash antagonist during this mm-hmm. whole fucking thing is actually a Christmas present. Yes. Gizmo. Gizmo is a protagonist, but then he is the catalyst for the antagonists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, what, what's fucking cuter than like Gizmo in a Santa hat, like singing along to Silent Night? <laughs> I can't even make make my voice shake like that. Actually, is it even Silent Night? Or is it just like the fucking it's the Gremlins theme? Gremlins theme. But um, but I th- I also like the fact that like it shows like the wholesome, like, oh, at home, by the fire, pl- like singing Christmas songs and, you know, just being chill. Mm-hmm. But also like the people who don't have that type of life, the Gremlins go out to the bar and like they're like singing Christmas carols at the fucking bar and like having a good time. They're celebrating in their own way. Yes. It's raucous and it's raunchy, <laughs> and there's even a flasher. Yes, and a guy gets shot. Um, there's girl gremlins doing girl gremlin things. Well, I, I don't. Well, not as much in the first one as in the second. Yes. One. Um, but yeah, it, it just shows like the two ways that like people who don't have that home lifestyle they go out to a place another type of they go out and celebrate in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I have been to a bar on Christmas Eve. I have not. I actually, it was uh, Billy's Long Bar. Oh. Me and Edward went after our... After our Christmas? Our Christmas. Yeah. 
This movie is the only reason why I'm afraid of Do You Hear What I Hear. Yeah, 100%. I can't it's so listen, fucking creepy. I can't listen to that song without Yeah, when the mom's gremlins. got the knife. Yeah. She's got the knife, and she's like going around right before she kills the gremlin with the blender. Or no, I think it's a, it's a mixer. Oh. Or she kills one in the mixer, yeah. and then she kills one in the microwave. Her, she was supposed to die in that. Actually. Yeah, that's what you were telling yeah, me. She was supposed to go upstairs, and then when Mikey, what's his name? Mouth. <laughs> no, 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 not not that. <laughs> the older guy, the Peltzer. Oh, I think so. Um, when he comes home, like they just like roll her head down the fucking stairs. But I <laughs> would also say that this movie also has, as a Christmas movie, has the worst. Um. So that's how I found out Santa Claus wasn't real story. When uh, Kate, played by Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. Mm. Oh, Phoebe. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Stranger Things, that's where that reference was from. Oh, Phoebe Cates? Yeah. 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 She was a huge crush when I was a kid. He's staring off into space right now. Hey. And that's when Joe. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. 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 <laughs> to do that. Anyway, so um, Kate, uh, played by Phoebe Cates, she tells the story of how she found out that Santa wasn't real. And it was Christmas Eve. Her and her mom were decorating the Christmas tree, and their dad had, or her dad hadn't come home from work yet. Mm-hmm. And it's hours and hours and hours, and they're like, what the fuck? So mom calls the, um, the cops. The cops go out on the search. It's been five, six days. Haven't found him. They had a big snow, so Kate goes to light the fire and then she just she notices the smell coming out of the chimney yes thinking it was a raccoon a bird they call the fire department fire department (laughs) goes into the chimney and it's her dad dressed as santa claus with presents in his hands jesus he wanted to come down and surprise her as santa claus and give her her presents early and die and that's how she found out there was no santa claus and that's why she doesn't celebrate christmas the, well the, yeah that's why well she doesn't get all excited because josh is it josh the fuck is his goddamn name anyway um that's what yeah because he he asks her why she doesn't get all excited that's why she she ends up telling him that kind of like hey this christmas ain't so bad i've actually had worse let um, me tell you about it let me tell you about it fair enough I mean, like I said, I watch uh, I watch Gremlins in December. Yeah, yeah. I think Gremlins is a great Christmas movie. Randall. Randall, P- Randall Peltzer? Or Billy? Billy. Billy, Billy P- Peltzer. Randall is his dad. <laughs> the Peltzer pal. Yeah, so I'm going to say yes. Christmas movie. Yeah. Ar- that, arguably yeah. one of the greatest. All right, I'm going to go with Trading Places, 1983. Trading Places, great fucking movie. I was almost going to put this on my list, or one of the ones that I argued for. Um, decided against it. Dan Aykroyd in a Santa suit. Dan Aykroyd as like a gross, disgusting <laughs> Santa. He like stills salmon and then like puts it in his beard, in his fake Santa beard, and like eats it. And then when people like tried to like confront him about it, he just like growls at yep. like he like roars at him. <laughs> and then like walks away eating it um great fucking movie dan Aykroyd and um eddie murphy eddie murphy fucking oh i love that fucking movie uh, do you want to give the plot real quick or yeah so uh down and dirty plot uh an investor and a con artist basically trade places so, so what it, what it is, yeah. Um, so you have Dan Aykroyd. Play, he's basically this blue blood, rich guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he is put. It's basically a bet between two other rich dudes, mm-hmm. two old guys, mm-hmm. and um, and it's only a dollar. Oh god! So they basically ruin Dan Aykroyd's rich life and make him a poor person, and they um, elevate Eddie Murphy, who's a poor black dude into this rich, opulent freaking life of, like, investing and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, also starring Jamie Lee Curtis as a hooker. Yes. Um, and she helps them out. So once they find out their the plot, like, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy get together. Eddie Murphy doesn't want to go back to where he came from, but he wants what? to help out Dan Aykroyd. And they want to get back at the people who kind of fucked up their lives. 
so they fuck up their lives. Yeah, I think I think it's just the whole like the greed, and and yeah, I think it's it's just anti greed, and I think that's what Christmas needs more of. Yeah, I think it, it kind of, in its own way, takes a stab at like the commercialism ish mm-hmm. of of Christmas and what it's become instead of you know like Eddie like Eddie Murphy helping Dan Aykroyd's character out in in getting him to where he was and or a stable place you know yeah. what i mean yeah so it, it's about helping your fellow man as opposed to just making money so you can buy your snobby kids christmas presents yeah and and it's the one that came from nothing the the the, the eddie murphy's character the guy who came from the streets he's the one that helps out the other guy because that's how he learned how to survive you have mm-hmm. to help out other people and i think that's just i think it's a good for one, it's fucking hilarious. Yes. Um, I haven't watched it in a while. I don't know how the jokes are going to age because everybody in the 80s was a hell of a lot more sexist and racist and stuff like that. It is John Landis. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm going to say if you do have a more of a, a refined constitution, don't watch that movie if you haven't already seen it. But if you can kind of get over and kind of like not saying it's right, but get chalk it up to it was the eighties. Yeah, definitely the give that movie. Yeah, give definitely give that movie a. Yeah, I would. Def, I would definitely say Trading Places. Yeah, uh, we've got two years there. The Christmas movie. All right, Joe, what you got? Lastly, I'm going to bring up Die Hard. Now, I'm not just going to argue why this is a Christmas movie. I think we all know that this is a Christmas movie. I'm going to argue why it is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. All right, let's hear it. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, Die Hard is the tale of an estranged father coming over from New York to the West Coast to reconcile with his family. He just wants to get home for Christmas and thus saves Christmas and Nakatomi, Nakatomi Plaza from the Grinch and a bunch of terrorists. Saves Christmas. He saves it from Severus Snape. Severus Snape. Um, yeah, so th- this movie came out in 1988. It is. Uh, it stars Bruce Willis and uh, Snape. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. And then Scar later played his younger brother in Die Hard 3. R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Matt. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, how many Hallmark fucking movies are there that's like, Oh, I just gotta get home for Christmas. I can tell you there's probably like... A billion. At least um, Home, Alone. <laughs> Home Alone is a story of a mom trying to get back home for Christmas. Right. Boom. Um, estranged father, Detective John McClane. His wife left him and took the kids and moved literally across the fucking country to L.A. from New York. And he just wants to see them for Christmas Eve. Pre-bald Bruce Pre-bald Willis. Pre-bald Bruce Willis, yes. Um, like I brought up earlier, Snape. Alan Rickman, as Hans Gruber, is essentially the Grinch. He's trying to steal all of the things and ruin Christmas. Um, It is a Christmas movie, and it brings up the new modern-day Christmas because they use the company Christmas Party as a great undertone and a backdrop for the intricacies of the plot. Um, They throw that in with the decorations um, when when John McClane... Finally gets the um, his assault rifle, which he calls a machine gun. Um, he sends the terrorists down in the elevator, like tied with garland to a fucking tree. And in his own blood, he writes, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Boom. Santa reference. Oh, he's got a Santa hat, too. On. So uh, there's other there's those Christmas um, undertones. But also, like I said, the, the Christmas party. So you have... Everybody down there, there it's it's a distraction for the main for for the company, for the terrorists to come in and take over Nakatomi Tower, so they could rob them. And um, but there's also like these little like undertones, like people are drunk, people are drinking, they're have, trying to have a good time. There's the decorations everywhere. There's even a point where they like go into an office and there's two people screwing because it's like the drunk Christmas party. Apparently that was a thing. That's I mean a the trope. boss. Has sex with his secretary at the Christmas party. It's a trope. I'm telling you. It's a trope. The terrorists um, use Christmas carols. Okay. <laughs> when the hacker's hacking into the system, he's uh, he's quoting Christmas carols. Even Alan Rickman says, um, this is Christmas. It's the time for miracles. Like, as he's robbing them fucking blind. It's like, you little shit. 
If you weren't so charismatic, I'd hate you. Not just a Christmas movie, it is the greatest American Christmas movie. Because a blue-collared cop saves Christmas with machine guns and blood and explosions. Now what's more American than that? So are you saying that me living in New Mexico couldn't have a Christmas if John McClane didn't didn't do these things? Yes. Because where does it start? So this is 1988. This is 1988. Where does it start? These terrorists get a little bit of funding, get a little bit of cash. They get away with it. They grow their army. And who who's to know how far it snowballs <laughs> <laughs> down to where we are here in 2020? I, I just want you guys to picture Joe as Charlie Day with his, like, <laughs> fucking, like, strings. And he's just like, look at this. this I wish I did have a cigarette sense. right now. <laughs> So he's like looking at me with those crazy eyes because he's like, how far it snowballs. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's, Who's to, to say? say? But I'm just saying, like, just picture Joe with like weird strings saying this is a Christmas Red, movie. Red, green, and white strings. Not only is it a Christmas movie, it is the greatest American Christmas movie ever made. Rest my case. Make sure to tip your waitress. I'm still not convinced, but I know there's that even it's an argument to make. To there, there's even an argument to make. That there's more Christmas in this movie than fucking Batman. Any Batman. I think even the last, like, the George Clooney Batman, I think that was even, like, Christmas time. I know they, like, skate around. With Mr. Freeze. Maybe it was just Mr. Freeze. The Ice Age. Yeah, and, okay. I have, like, a side tangent, but I, I don't know. I'm still not convinced. But, again, Die Hard was definitely something that you and Dad, like, got down on more than oh you don't like it because you're jealous no that's what it is i get it no i mean i don't i mean and you shitting on this movie is your catharsis to like make it okay i get it to, to, uh, what did fine. we just watch for veterans day what did we just watch um full metal jacket there you go that one i was like bullets helmet i don't know <laughs> <laughs> bullets helmet. <laughs> um yeah so full metal jacket again like it's it, it's a good movie, but I don't have the same, like, connection with it that you and Dad do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't shit on the movie. Die Hard's a good movie. Mm. She's not even a middle child, guys. And she's just... I'm not shitting on the movie! <laughs> it's the greatest Christmas movie. I don't I don't know if it's the greatest Christmas movie. But I forgot to see, and like you said, we can't put, like, a top three Christmas movies. But Jingle All the Way. Fuck. Jingle All the Way is a good movie. Too. It's a it's a good it's Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I, I, for, I got like you were talking about office parties and mm-hmm. that's that's what just brought that up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it just yeah. popped in my head. Turbo Man. I got the real Turbo Man at home. It's I I watch that movie. It, no, it's sure. it's cheesy as fuck. But I mean, Dasher, Dunson, Prince, and Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Don, Blitzen. Does. Does a movie, does a Christmas movie have to have cheese in it? Does it have to be cheesy as fuck? Is the How the Grinch Stole Christmas cheesy? Yeah. Wait, wait. The cartoon or the Jim Carrey? I was thinking about the cartoon. The original Doctor. Yeah, Seuss because movie. at the end, that's cheesy as fuck. I don't care if you believe in like the true meaning of Christmas. You're gonna be pretty fucking bummed that you spent all that money and now it's all gone. Mm-hmm. No, get out of the park. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Dr. Seuss. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything about anything. Uh, but yeah, Die Hard. Greatest Christmas movie. I'm not of convinced it's the greatest Christmas movie. Of all time. But. You brought to me fucking Batman. I get know how much it means to you. Get out of here. So I'll let you. You have let me do shit. Your, your tangent. Okay, your rant. Okay, okay, Trump. Are you letting me win the election? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else? Do you have another one? Do you have? Do you have? Do you have any more? No. Um, I would. I'm going to ask you this too. So, so we kind of went through this whole thing. The Wizard of Oz, like, is played nonstop on Christmas Day. I forgot what channel does it. But it's The Wizard of Oz. Why is that a Christmas movie? Was it released on Christmas? I do not think so. No. $2.8 billion budget. Billion? Mm-hmm. No. There wasn't that even that much money in the world back then. 1939, billion dollars. 
Or is that how much it made? Because if it made that. It said budget. It was made on a $277,000 budget. 200 and that's not a billion. Two thousand two. Oh my god. No, it was released on August 25th. Budget 2.8 million. Million. Yes. You said billion. Sorry. The box office it made 29.7 million dollars. Yeah, the box office. That's not even the last almost 100 years of fucking royalties. Mm. Jesus. And that's all how we much that's all we got out of that was, like, some horse that they dyed with Kool-Aid. And Slater, that was, like, the first color movie <laughs> of all time. I know. And you had, like, literally a fucking thousand little people you had to pay. Yes. Barely. You know that, you know that, <laughs> you know when they, like, hired all those little people to come to, to L.A. to shoot that fucking movie? Um, it, like, boomed the population. They were just popping out babies. Well, be, they were, like, literally having orgies in the hotel. Because they had never seen, like, they had never been around that many little people and were accepted by that many other little people. And so they just, like, boned the entire time. <laughs> like, imagine how cool that would be. You're just like, yeah, that's my great-grandpa. Yeah, right? You know that, that'd I mean? kind of be kind of cool. Yeah, you're like, he was the mayor of Munchkinland. Right? That's, that'd be kind of cool. No, he was he represented the Lollipop Guild. I also have sixteen other brothers and sisters now. <laughs> yeah, because they all boned. All of them. All of and them. Didn't stop. Yeah, I don't know. It was released in August, so that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I, and I, I just think it's because it's a good wholesome family film, mm-hmm. and that. Um, Judy Garland. And Judy Garland. How does she like become like the face of Christmas ish in a way? I guess. Now with there goes Christmas. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. They um, I wouldn't consider The Wizard of Oz a Christmas movie, though it like plays nonstop during Christmas time. But also, I wouldn't consider Star Wars a Christmas movie because just because I watch that. Yeah. On Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Christmas Story, another movie we watch on Christmas Day. Yeah. Well, it's like TBS plays it in, like on loop. AMC as well. Or AMC. It might be. I don't fucking know. But I will ask you this, Joe. Mm. Are you going to be doing a 25 days of Christmas? Oh, I don't like Christmas movies <laughs> enough to fucking do that. <laughs> I was going to say, you have some or- unorthodox ones to watch. You also have horror Christmas movies to watch. Uh, no. <laughs> not going to be doing a 25 days of Christmas. This is not the Hallmark Channel. This is not Joey Lawrence and fucking Melissa Melissa Joan Hart. Joan Hart. This isn't Joey Lawrence and Melissa Joan Hart fucking reuniting after high school and falling in love again. And she's got like two kids and estranged husband and he's like a man child and matures for her. Like and she's like uptight and then she has to like learn how to loosen up a little bit. Can I even- I just explained every Hallmark fucking movie ever. You did. I Except did. for the one where they fall in love in a Christmas tree forest. <laughs> well, that's how they meet. He's selling Christmas <laughs> trees because he can't hold down like a regular job. So he's Joey. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and then Phoebe gets mad. Because they Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good episode. Oh, uh, that is a good episode. Um, <laughs> the Maccabees. <laughs> the holiday armadillo. Oh, oh, man. shit. Okay. One I think day we, we're going to do a Friends episode. One got, day we yeah, have to. We, we reference Friends at least one time every episode. Um, so with that, <laughs> nerds and nerdettes, we'd like to thank you from the long timers to the first timers. Thank you for letting us into your lives for a little bit each week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please, however you are listening, please like us, rate us subscribe and review uh this is gonna this helps the podcast grow and expand and then we can have more people that waste an hour of their lives every week with us if you want to get in in touch with us please hit us up on the socials we are on twitter but if you do tweet us please let us know that you tweeted us because we're not on we don't check our twitter but if you start to tweet us then we'll start checking our twitter Mm -hmm. you can email us at nerdnation2020 at gmail.com 
or the best way to do it is on our Instagram page at Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. Slide into those DMs if you have any comments. We love the comments. So this is Player 2 signing off for Player 1 saying, stay safe. Stay sane. And stay nerdy. Nerdy on Joe. Nerdy on Cell. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerdy. Thanks for listening, guys. I hate people! All people! His nose was breaking like a <laughs> <laughs>